there, child of God. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I want to personally thank you for taking your time to listen to the Word of God this morning. For those that are joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. In this family, we grow together in the Word of God that is inspired by the Spirit of Revelation Himself, the Holy Spirit, for our daily living. Praise God. So, the Word of God today comes from the book of Psalm chapter 137. And we're reading from verse 1 to verse 4. If you have your Bible with you, this will be beneficial for you to just refer to the scripture as we go on. And it reads, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yea, we wept. When we remembered Zion, we hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. For those who carried us away captive, asked us of a song, Act of us a song, sorry, and those who plundered us requested mirth, saying, Sing us one of your songs of Zion. How then shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Praise God. Now, this scripture is very, very interesting, and today we are actually going to dive deeper into the scripture, into the word of God. As the spirit leads us it says that these people they said like by the rivers of Babylon there we sat down and here we wept when we remembered Zion one thing I want us to understand is that these people were in captivity they had been taken away from Zion which was a former place of glory and they have been brought to Babylon which is the place of captivity and when they reached the place of captivity they sat down and they the Bible tells us that they sat down and they cried they wept you know, there's a difference between crying and weeping. When you are weeping, the cry is like, it's a deeper cry. So they, they sat down and they wept, which means they, they cried deeply, they mourned deeply. When they remembered Zion, which is their former place of glory. Now, there are many people that are in captivity as I speak. There are many people that are going through certain things. Maybe you made a decision that has led you to be in a place in your life where you feel trapped that's a place of captivity maybe you got into a business idea and that business idea or you signed a contract with the wrong people and your business is not making any profit and it, it, it just is not even moving you are trapped maybe you are trapped in a relationship that you're not supposed to be in you are in a place of captivity and like these people you might have been you might be in babylon which is your place of captivity and you're sitting down and you're crying remembering Zion. Zion is the place of former glory. I want you to catch, catch, catch this revelation as we go on. Zion is the place of former glory. So these people sat down and they cried and they remembered, oh, my life in Zion used to be better. Oh, in Zion, I used to be free. Oh, in Zion, things used to be better. We were not captive. In Zion, we would worship freely. In Zion, we would do this, this, this thing freely. And they sat down and they cried. Verse 2 said, and we hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it now before i go to verse 2 i want to explain something very important and uh this thing is that when you're sitting there are positions in the spirit that one should never be in number one when you're sitting in the spirit Number two, when you're lying down in the spirit, when your spirit is sitting and when your spirit is lying down, these are dangerous positions. Why? These two positions, they represent different stages of stagnancy. 
Here they tell, the Bible tells us that they were sitting down. When your spirit is seated, you are stagnant. You are not moving forward. What happens is that you will sit and you, you will look at people around you. You're watching. You're not even moving. You're not even advancing. You're watching some people that you used to work with become like exalted. You're watching them being glorified by God and just sitting and you are crying. You're still and you're crying. That is a dangerous place to be. When you are sleeping in the spirit, there's nothing that happens in your, in your life. Like you are stagnant. When you are sleeping, you cannot arise. The scripture that says, arise and shine for your time is come. It means that you have to stand up. But when you are seated and you are sleeping, nothing moves in your life. Praise God. So they were sitting. When you are sitting, time passes you by. Time passes you by. And you watch people pass you by too. Time passes you by and you know... The Bible said that we have to redeem the time because the days are evil. You know when you're sitting in your spirit, your, the time will pass you by. Your season will pass you. Your appointed time you pa- will pass you. Your place called there, you might not even see it. You might not even realize that you need to go to your place called there so that you can get fruitfulness. you just be seated there crying. So sitting in the spirit is very dangerous. Now it says that we hang our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. Now, I want us to catch, catch, catch this revelation. Praise God. A harp, a harp or harps, they are instruments of worship. And it says that they hang the harps upon willows. A willow is a tree. It's a tree that has got long, thin branches that hang down. And you know, when I go to research about what a willow looks like or about what a willow is and how a willow looks like, when a willow grows, the, the branches, they grow and they hang down, but they are actually bulky. And the Bible here tells us that they hang the harps upon the willows in the midst of the willow, in the midst of it, in the midst of it. Which means when you look at the willow, if you want to go and actually uh, see how a willow looks like, you can go and Google what a willow looks like. They put their harps in the midst of it, which means their harps were hidden. When we go through certain situations where we actually feel like we are trapped or we're in captivity, we tend to not want to worship because we feel we are so uh, uh, burdened by the hurt and the pain and the regret and the reminiscing of former glories that we do not want to worship. Actually, some situations can be so bad that you actually do not want to even associate yourself with anything that has to do with worship so they took that instrument of worship and they hid it where it could not be seen come on somebody where it could not be seen so they hid those instruments of worship and now when we go to verse 3 it says that for those who had carried us away asked us of a song and they replanted us they planted us requested those who planted us requested with uh, requested myth saying sing one of the songs of zion now when you look at the scripture in the bible in the in the part where it says that those who planted us requested myth saying the statement that comes out of the saying has an exclamation mark and according to english when you see an exclamation mark in a sentence it proves that they were shouting or they're making the statement in a loud voice now these people now they saw that these people have sat down they are weeping these are the people that have taken them into captivity they have said they saw that the people from zion are seated down and they are weeping and they're remembering former glories and they decided to mock them 
This was a statement of mockery. Sometimes when you're going through certain situations or when you're in captivity, maybe you're in a trap, the enemy will mock you. Mocking you seeing that you have actually hidden your thing of worship, your instrument of worship away and you don't want to be associated with it. This was a mockery. They saw that they took the instruments of worship and they put them inside the willows. And then they went like, oh, why don't you just sing us a song from Zion? What is they were weeping? Sometimes the enemy will mock you. But I'm here to tell you that in that moment of mockery, that is a very moment of encouragement for you to stand up and worship. These people had an option. Before we go to verse 4, these people had an option. Whether to sit down and actually um, cry and continue or stand up at that moment and start singing a song. Who knows if they broke out in worship, some things were going to change. Who knows if they broke out in worship, the confusion was going to strike their enemy or those that took them into captivity. Who knows if they were bound with chains as they worshiped, the the chains would be broken just like Paul and Silas in in the prison. But no, they actually sat down and they wept. They sat down and they wept. And verse 4 says that they say that, how can we sing a lost song in a foreign land? Now, I want you to understand one thing, child of the most high God, favored one of the Lord, chosen generation and a peculiar person. I want you to understand one thing. The fact that these people, these Babylonian people, the enemy, the fact that the enemy said, why don't you sing me one of the songs from Zion? The the fact that they say that means that it is possible for them. It was possible for them to sing the Lord's song in a foreign land. But the enemy seeing the situation of the people and how they sat down in grief decided to use that statement to 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 his advantage or to their advantage and say, why don't you just sing a song of Zion? And they said, how can we sing a song? Of the Lord in a foreign land, which means it's possible for you to sing a song in a foreign land. Now, I want to tell you that you might have even gotten yourself into a situation that you don't like, but I want to tell you that sometimes when you come into a place of worship and sing the Lord's song in that foreign land, some of us have got strange situations. In that strange situations, things will begin to change. There is power in worship. When you're going through certain situations, do not hide your instrument of worship in the willows, just like the people of Zion in this scripture. Take up your harp, play your harp, transcend and trans and 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 and, 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 and travel in the realms of glory in worship. Transcend, break forth. The Bible tells me that when Paul and Silas were in the prison, they broke forth in worship in captivity. When you break forth in worship in captivity, you lose the mind of captivity. Listen, you cannot afford to be seated and thinking of former glories. The God that we serve says that my latter is greater than my former. So why should you dwell in the former things? What is your, 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 your latter glory is better than the former? I want to tell you that in your strange situation, maybe it's you might not go through may not be going through certain things right now maybe you might enter in the future into a season because we go through certain seasons maybe this word might not be useful to you right now maybe you might be in an okay place right now but i want you to take this word and keep it because there'll come a season where you will need this word when this word will come into your mind and you will remember that i can sing the lord's song in a foreign land there's power that comes to in with worship when you worship and when you sing the Lord's song, 
Here, it didn't tell us that they started speaking in tongues. Though. It didn't say that, why don't you start speaking in tongues? It didn't say, why don't you start praying? It said, why don't you just sing one of your songs? And they said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? Sometimes you need to sing the Lord's song in that strange situation. What were the odds in this situation? They could have just sung the Lord's song. And when you're singing, there's a thing that comes with worship that when you start, when you start to worship and sing a Lord's song, when you are a group of people, it forms a certain uniformity. There's unity. And when the people are united, they can stand. So the, the enemy then mocked them. Sometimes the enemy will mock you in the place of captivity so that he can make you feel weak. Because as you look at the scripture in verse 4, these people were now even feeling unworthy to sing the Lord's song in a foreign land. They felt like they cannot sing the Lord's song in a foreign land. Praise God. So today, child of God, be encouraged. Do not sit down in your spirit. No matter what happens, it's better for you to stand. If you're not moving in your spirit, it's better for you to be standing there, for you to sit down and sleep in your spirit. Do not be sleeping. Do not sit down and weep and and think of former glories. Yes, the former life that you used to live was nice. Yes, maybe you were rich. Rich, sorry. Maybe you were rich. And maybe you, 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 you used to earn a lot of money and then you, you lost that job. Don't sit there and, and, and think of the former life. Rise up and worship. Don't weep. Weep not. Worship. And you'll see how things will change. Child of God, I hope this word for today was a blessing to you. I pray in the name of Jesus that this word may be embedded in your heart that when you face a certain situation, you will stand tall. And not like these children of Zion that were in captivity, that they wept, that you will have joy in the midst of your situation. Have a blessed day and stay under the shadow of the Almighty. I love you all.